As About Space Today begins the new year, we want to welcome our many new listeners and we want to let you know that About Space Today is heard each Tuesday and Friday and begins airing at 12 a.m. Eastern Time, 5 a.m. Greenwich Mean Time. And it's never too early to listen to About Space Today. This is America in Space, a weekly news and information program on current events dealing with the space industry. Welcome, and thanks for joining me today. I'm Don Meyer, Space Coast News Editor. In 1967, the Outer Space Treaty was created. Then, on October the 13th, 2020, NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstein signed the Artemis Accords on behalf of the United States. Other international participants also signed during a virtual meeting of the International Astronautical Congress. The Artemis Accords are a set of statements that set out common principles, guidelines, and best practices that are applicable to the safe exploration of the Moon and eventually beyond. Initiated by NASA, the aim of the Accords is to establish a common set of principles to ensure that missions that fall under the Artemis mission umbrella are undertaken responsibly. Co-led by NASA and the U.S. Department of State, the Artemis Accords are signed at a national level rather than an organizational level, and countries that sign the Accord do so on a voluntary basis. Here is former NASA Administrator Jim Bridenstine on the day the Accords were first signed, October the 13th, 2020. I am here today to talk about the future, a future that is peaceful, free of conflict, and one where humanity explores and develops the Moon and Mars in harmony. Achieving this future will require both vision and action, which is why it's my pleasure to sign, on behalf of the United States of America, the Artemis Accords. The principles described in the Artemis Accords are what will create a bright and prosperous future that we all want for ourselves and for generations to come. These principles are grounded in the Outer Space Treaty, the very foundation of international space law. The Outer Space Treaty is over 50 years old, but it doesn't look a day over 35. The Accords both reinforce and implement the obligations of the Outer Space Treaty. For the first time, we are establishing consequences for Outer Space Treaty compliance. Specifically, if a nation does not comply with the Outer Space Treaty, it cannot be a part of the Artemis program. The principles of the Accords are simple, intuitive, and universal. Transparency, rendering emergency assistance to astronauts in distress, respecting heritage sites, the public release of scientific data for all to enjoy. These are the values we want to take with us to the stars. Moreover, the Artemis Accords affirm the simple contention that we can, in fact, extract and utilize space resources. Countries and companies should be able to enjoy the fruits of their labor, and all such activities can and will be done in full compliance with the Outer Space Treaty. We also need to abide by the principle of due regard and utilize safety zones wherein nations will be responsible for public notification of where they are operating and to coordinate with any affected party to avoid harmful interference as required by the Outer Space Treaty. 
There is a lot more in the Artemis Accords, but fundamentally the Accords are about avoiding conflict, transparency, public registration, deconflicting activities. These are the principles that will preserve peace. So many conflicts in history have been caused by misperception and confusion. The Artemis Accords are crafted to prevent conflict before it happens. The nations which are participating in Artemis and are here today are committing to the principles of the Accords. However, the Artemis Accords were written to be inclusive and any responsible spacefaring nation should be able to abide by these principles and I really hope all countries will. I also want to emphasize that the Artemis Accords are the beginning, not an ending. The experiences we gain through the Artemis program and these accords will help to inform future multilateral discussions at the United Nations Committee on the Peaceful Uses of Outer Space and other international forums. The time has come to operationalize the Outer Space Treaty, and that is exactly what the Artemis Accords do. I am so proud to be here signing the Artemis Accords with this founding group of nations. The combined NASA and Department of, of State team has worked tirelessly with our partner space agencies and foreign ministries to craft the Artemis Accords. Therefore, the Artemis Accords belong to our partners as much as they belong to us. And we thank our partners for their commitment to establishing peaceful norms of behavior in space and their excellent feedback on the text of the Artemis Accords. The Artemis program itself will be the broadest and most diverse international space exploration coalition in history. And these accords are the vehicle to achieve this unprecedented global cooperation. The Artemis journey is to the moon and on to Mars. With these accords, the destination is more than the moon and Mars. It's about peace and prosperity. As of January 3rd, 2023, 23 nations have signed the Artemis Accords and more are welcome. Thank you for joining me. Remember each Tuesday to join David Denault for America's Return to Space and join me every Friday for America in Space. From the Florida Space Coast, I'm Dawn Meyer, Space Coast News Editor for About Space Today. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share our program with your family and friends and follow us on Facebook. Join us each week for news and information on America in Space.